Hello, Winding Road Seekers. It's time for another conversation from South by Southwest 2022. This one takes us back to the red carpet. Prior to the premiere of the new Showtime documentary, Cheryl, on the life and career of Cheryl Crow. Coming up, you'll hear from Steven Scooter Weintraub, who is Cheryl's longtime manager, as well as Cheryl herself. The documentary premieres on Showtime on Friday, May 6th. I hope you enjoy these conversations, starting with Scooter Weintraub. Scooter, pleasure to meet you. How'd you get that name? How did I get that name? I got that name as a young guy on tour with Sting from him. Silly. Was there a reason behind it, or you just like, you look like a scooter? I was, a, I was doing marketing on the tour, and Honda was the sponsor, and they kept sending us scooters. Everyone on the tour, including the artist, had a nickname, and they forced it on me, really, and I could never lose it. Interesting. Well, there are a lot worse nicknames, I guess. <laughs> so what are you most excited about in uh, getting to sh show Cheryl to people tonight and then eventually the rest of the world? I'm excited for people to understand the depth of her musicality and the, the perseverance that it takes for a female in this industry to go the distance that long is really, really challenging. Um, I also think that a lot of artists like Cheryl from that era with a lot of hits get sort of defined by their hits and I think the film, although it includes the hits, also um, shows you the deeper stuff too socially outspoken stuff, songwriting, things like that. That's a sweet bit of neckwear there. There's got to be a story behind that. What's the story you know, behind My it? wife gave it to me just to keep me grounded. I'm not used to doing the red carpet. I'm usually in the back, like, making sure she's okay. Gotcha. Well, last question. I uh, knew Gary Clark Jr. back in the day. I just heard the other conversation you were having. Uh, not only world-class musician, but maybe more importantly, is like one of the most down-to-earth people that you could ever speak with. He's he's one of one for the ages, Gary. He's 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 tremendous everything, like a guitar player, a singer, a visionary, and super, super humble. Yeah, his voice may be as good as the guitar, even though the, car, the guitar gets all the attention. He's one for the age. He'll be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, Scooter, thank you so much. Uh, enjoy tonight, and best of luck with things. Man, nice to meet you. How are you? Very um, nice to meet you. Very good. Nice to meet you as well. Uh, you just said you're 60, is that right? I'm 60, yeah. How does it feel to look and feel this good being 10 years older than Wilford Brimley was when he started in Cocoon? Oh my goodness. Okay, well, um, I have never really thought about putting myself in the category with Wilford Brimley. It's a first, but... Um, <laughs> Yes, I'm 60. My kids say, you know, Mom, you were born in the 1860s. And so I just go with it, you know. You know what? We're fortunate to be in a time where an age age is just a number, especially if you take good care of yourself, right? It is. I mean, I, I, I perpetually feel I'm in my late 20s. And, um, you know, I just don't spend a lot of time in front of the mirror. I don't look at my hands, you know. Um, I have two young children, and I am savoring every moment. I think I'm lucky because at this stage of my life, my, my only real objective is to be present with them. 
and it really simplifies things. No doubt about that. So vulnerability is obviously a big part of the songwriting process, the music making process. It's certainly in play with the documentary process, especially when you are uh, the person of focus. What was the most vulnerable you felt throughout this entire thing and how did you get over that? There were several places along the way um, talking about the hard stuff. Certainly mental health. I've talked about it through the years, but never extensively like this. And some of the bouts that I've had that were, for me, felt like were paralyzing. Um, I think we're more apt to talk about these things than we used to be. Certainly when I was coming up, there were other artists that were struggling um, that were just sieged by the press. And I didn't feel like I could allow my story to be out there because I didn't feel like I could handle the spotlight on that. And now it's different. You know, now I feel like it's necessary. It's a part of who I am. Um, there were stories along the way, too, with sexual harassment and, um, you know, people who committed suicide that I took the blame for. And there's a lot of stuff in there that was difficult for me to wade through, but that are part of my story and part of what in many ways inspired me to be the artist that I am. Incredible answer. Last question, Cheryl. I know there's a lot of focus going into some of the lesser known music that you put out over the years and just how great that is, but I will not let anybody besmirch the hits either. You once said that uh, all you want to do is have some fun. Do you still have the feeling that you're not the only one? I, I do have the feeling that I'm not the only one, yes. That was really well done, Trey. I, I will say, your execution on that was impeccable. Thank you, Cheryl. Best of luck with things. I look forward to checking out the film. Congratulations. Thank you. If it makes you happy, can't be that bad. <laughs> <laughs> see, see what I did there? Huh? Love it. Thanks to Gentleman Jesus for the intro and outro music. Hear more of his work at GentlemanJesus.com. And thank you to Joshua Bates for the video editing. If you have any video editing needs, hit Josh up on Instagram at Forager Digital. And thanks as always to you for checking us out. You can watch, listen, learn, and connect for free at booksonpod.com. For Books on Pod, I'm Trey Elling. Good day. Good day.